Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, we get to speak with Lucy Ruth. She's a visionary motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and a graduate of the Institute of Machine Tool Technology. She's multi-talented and passionate about empowering her community. She works in a lab as an advanced lab technician where she helps people improve their vision with prescription contact lenses. Lucy is a mother of three, works full-time, and runs an online business selling African heritage products on Amazon. Lucy was featured in a story by theweightshecarries.com for her support of African artistry. Let's listen in to this episode. Lucy, thanks for coming on to the podcast. How are you doing today? I am blessed. How are you? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I am doing well as well it's a it's a wonderful friday the weather is great can't wait to get out there with my kids and play in the yard we've been all indoors and it's been it's been quite quite crazy this this covid period has been has been has put a toll on a lot of us hopefully you're doing well and staying safe Yes, uh, thankfully I am. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who are not coping very well with COVID. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, um, I think it's in Quebec, but some people are just committing suicide. They're just saying, you know what, what's the point? Yeah. Because um, some people have lost their loved ones. Some people have lost their friends. Some people, we not everybody can cope. So it's rough times for everybody, especially those that live by themselves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're living alone, it's so much harder. And if you're living with somebody else, well, you've got to live, you've got to deal with them. And there's, there's some kind of relief, but there's still, you know, you're, at least you're not alone. Yes. So yeah, there's, there's, been, there's been crazy things happening. So Lucy, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started, um, what brings you here uh, to the podcast and, you know, how did you hear about us and what is it that, um, that you're doing in the world? Okay. How did I get here? I, my journey starts from a place called Zimbabwe, which is in Africa, Mm -hmm. Southern Africa. A lot of people know South Africa. So Zimbabwe, we neighbors with South Africa and Botswana and Mozambique. Mm -hmm. So I grew up there and left and went to England. From England, I came to Canada. Mm. So I've lived in three different continents. Nice. And in every continent, each continent I've been, I have realized that uh, despite our differences, the struggles people face are the same. Right now, we all face with coronavirus. Mm. It's not affecting only uh, it's not only affecting black people. It's not only affecting white people. It's not affecting Asians. It's affecting everybody. Yeah. So despite our differences, our struggles 
the challenges we all face are the same. We all suffer from things like depression. We all, at some point in our lives, get sick. At some point in our lives, we all suffer from the same issues. Yeah. So having gone through that journey of living from continent to continent, I became a writer because I was so fascinated by people. And having a background in, in tourism also helps. Mm-hmm. I used to be an airport supervisor at London Gatwick and London Heathrow. Nice. So... I have experienced a multitude of love and rainbow of colors, a rainbow of people. And the more I dealt with people, the more I felt like I wanted to get to their heart. Yeah. I wanted to connect. So how I connect with people is by writing. I started writing my Facebook called Debunk and Develop Your Mind. Mm-hmm. How to transform the negative of life, negative deeds of life, into a positive outcome. Yeah. And these, po- these negative Ds are like death, debt, disease, depression, divorce, drug abuse, domestic abuse. All those things in life starts with a D. So I got here because I'm a writer and because I'm a writer, I have a lot of followers. And a lot of connections, I ended up connecting with you organically. So that's how I got here. Nice. I love it. I love the story, you know, being live, having the opportunity to, to live in three different continents. You know, I didn't even think about that when I was growing up because I grew up in, in Asia mm-hmm. and then I moved to the U.S. So that puts me in two continents. But that's a really good way to think about it. And Yes, people all over the world are facing the same challenges. People are stuck in homes. People are, you know, stuck with their families and uh, they have to either work from home and, you know, teach their kids at home or they are, you know, don't have much to do. And there's, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of good coming out of it, there's, but there's also a bad, but you need the bad and the good because that is the circle of life, right? We have days and nights to balance our daily, right? It's, we, we see the good and the bad so we can appreciate the good, right? So it, I think both of those are important and it, it is part of human life. So very, very well said. And yes, we did meet organically and, and, um, it's it's been pretty pretty amazing, you know, following your journey and looking at what you have been doing. It's it's pretty uh, pretty beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, like uh, organic is always good. Organic is always sustainable. Like um, I always tell people, do not worry about what's going on or you're trying to do something and it's not working. If it's organic, it'll work and it'll last. So some people do not really understand organic growth or organic Mm. friendships. Organic lasts longer. Yes. Yeah. And and what's really funny is when you when we say organic growth versus paid growth, right? So there's you 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 either have organic traffic coming to your website or you have paid traffic and there's a lot of paid traffic going to different funnels and different places. And it's really interesting to see where the thought process of people 
and what they're doing with their businesses and how they're bringing clients in because there's a cost involved for everything. But as long as you keep doing the good that you're passionate about, and like you said, you, you are a writer and because of your writing and sharing your stories and sharing your heart out, you gain followers, you gain a tribe that loves your tone, loves your language, loves the way you speak. Yes, and um, also like uh, because of these uh, social media times that we're in and also a lot of people when it comes to business, they don't, they don't really understand that sometimes you can be a nagging business owner. Don't be a nagging business owner. People hate naggers. I, a lot of men hate nagging. Mm-hmm. Like um, my husband once said to me once, oh, woman, you're going to nag me to death. <laughs> I was like, have you done this? Have you cut the grass? You got to do this. You need to do the barbecue. You need to do that. That's good. And that's also bad because mm-hmm. maybe he's tired and I'm not taking time to listen to him and maybe his body is not feeling it. Yeah. The same principle applies to business. Don't nag your customers. When they're ready, they'll buy. When they're ready, they will respond to your call to action. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when you are nagging them, you actually chase some people. We actually posted on my Facebook the other day that um, do not become an accidental spammer, spamming people on Facebook and all your social media. That's not going to be good for your growth. Yeah. Let it flow. Just let it go. Take a moment to breathe. So when it comes to social media, people are online because maybe I've been watching TV all day. Or maybe I've had a rough day. I just want to switch off. And then, boom, mm-hmm. I come to your site. You're bombarding me with this. Do this, do that. Just let it be, have a variety. Like sometimes, like, like I do with my Facebook. Mm-hmm. I, like today I posted about, you know what? This season, if you've been laid off and you want something to do, if you're not afraid to work, start a cleaning business. You know what? Because there's going to be so much money to be made in cleaning because hospitals, they have to keep up with their cleanings. Doctors' offices, everybody has to keep cleaning to a very high standard. So if you're not afraid to work, there's a business opportunity for you. Cleaning. So some days I post motivating people to do something positive. Then I have days when I just post whatever because people need that. Yes. Then I have days when I go live and I'm like, what was I talking about? And sometimes when I don't post, I get people saying, oh, are you going to go live? Or I get people say, you know what? You really motivated. You motivated me the other day. Now I'm going to do this. I have a girl. She's a single parent. She's in Africa. Mm -hmm. She said to me, after COVID-19, you have motivated me to start my own business. You have motivated me to go, you know what? I don't have to feel sorry for myself. I was in this prison where I felt so sorry for myself. And now because I've been following you, you have given me the nudge. And you know what? I also want to write my own book. So this is good stuff. So when your content on social media is, 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 is variable, it's also good for your business because people are hurting a lot of people are hurting i always say to people that there is a lot of people who are carrying hidden scars unless you've walked my journey unless you've listened to my story you you cannot 
come to a conclusion that you know me or you know what my immediate requirements or needs are. So we hurt, but the hurt is inside. We do not show our hurt. So I just want to encourage business owners, like, you know, when you're doing business also, mm. have a connection with people. You have to connect. You got to emotions. Emotion yes. touches. People are moved by emotion. So just a word of advice to online business owners and everybody who's trying to get into the social media. You can grow, but just mix it up, spice it up. Absolutely. People want to hear human stories. They don't want to be like, oh, buy this glass of bottle, <laughs> buy this thing. You know, sure, people will buy. So that's what, what's really funny thing that came out of it is that when people buy something, they look at who's selling it. They connect with the person selling it, not with the product. I could be a fan of Nike or I can be a fan of Adidas, but who's selling me? Because and, and I think what's happened over the time is that with marketing and these big brands have had the money to market these products. So we buy the products because we know that, oh, Michael Jordan play, you know, wears Nikes. So I got to have me some Jordans or I got to have some Nikes. So you associate the products that you purchase to some person. And because of that person's influence and what they bring to the world, you associate the gravitas of that product. So as a, as a person who's online, as an online business owner, you need to bring your heart story out so you can connect with those people on that deeper human level. And I think that's what you've been doing by motivating people because a lot of the times, people are stuck in a small hole and they don't know what else is possible. It's almost like when, when you're an eagle, you can fly up high and you can see all the things that are possible. But, but when you're a mouse, when you're a rabbit, you only have access to what's in front of you. And if it's barren land, like, well, there's no, there's no food for me. I got to go, you know, burrow down. But if, when you fly high, when you go up higher, you have you can see so many more opportunities so it's really amazing what you're doing with telling people you know if you have if you do if you're not afraid to work go out there and do the work that people need you know uh help with i love it yes indeed i've actually written a book talking about that it's coming soon it's uh, called nice. how to live uh, and survive in a bad economy it's got so many good ideas like i'm nice. like wow why didn't i write this before but this book is for this time where everything is um is going down so many people have lost their jobs and yeah. uh, it's gonna take a long time for the economy to recover so in the yeah, meantime right. we gotta do with what we have right we gotta exactly. utilize what we have and I have also learned in my life and I'm always encouraging people that life does get better. There's no situation in life that remains stagnant. Like Absolutely. life is like seasons. We get winter, we get summer. Some days are cold, some days are hot. That's mm -hmm. the reality of life. But we have to embrace it. We have to prepare for ourselves. We have to make sure that we have nice winter coats because winter is coming, right? Yes. And then summer we need uh, ACs to cool us down. But life gets better. We move from one season to the other and we enjoy fall. So that's just the reality of this yeah. season that we're in right now. Life Absolutely. gets better. Yeah, 
life does get better. And, and that's a really good point. You know, we have the, so many seasons, so we are taught. We, so we learn from nature that everything changes, that every situation can, has a silver lining to it, right? So that's amazing. I love it. So tell us some of, tell us the journey of your, tell us a version of your journey that no one's heard of before. Okay, a version of my journey, like uh, I've been, I became a speaker because um, a speaker and a writer and a youth mentor because my journey has been a journey of pain. Uh, I went through so much trauma growing up because um, in Zimbabwe, I never knew that people suffered from depression because mm. it's a word that actually did not exist in society because it's, I can't explain it to people who, who live in this part of the world, but people who come from Africa will understand that you are told that you have to be strong as a woman, mm. be strong, just be strong, you know? If your husband is abusive or something, they say, oh, that's, that's marriage, you know, this kind of stuff, right? Wow. Who to be strong? But the times have changed and they're now, people are now speaking up. But in my mother's generation, it was a totally different generation. My mother suffered from severe depression, but nobody knew that she had depression. Yeah. So eventually she killed herself. She committed suicide. Wow. Yeah. So, and I cannot explain how she killed herself because it's one of a kind. It's unheard of. I've never heard of anybody else who's ever died that way. And I will not share it because it's horrific. Yeah. But Absolutely. that trauma, the resentment that I had for my mother, because I'm like, really, did you ever think about me before you committed suicide? Yeah. How could you just go and leave a 10-year-old? I have a 10-year-old right here, but I can't mm. imagine just saying, you know what? That's it. I'm gone. Yeah. You know, so when that happened, in that moment, I was bitter. I suffered from a lot of depression. I used to ask God so many questions. God, why did you choose this life for me? Because come Christmas time, when you know your friends are celebrating their mother bought them these, it's Mother's Day, people are celebrating their mother. I don't have a mother. Not only do I not have a mother but out of natural causes, but I don't have a mother because she was selfish. She decided to take her own life was my thinking but I then realized that the society that my mother grew up in was not friendly to people that were suffering from depression yeah so her only way out was doing what she did she didn't she didn't have the support she didn't have any other way out of it there's no treatment there's because now we talk about mental health I mean it's it's, it's one of the biggest topics Mm-hmm. everybody's talking about but you're right it, there's there's places in the world like you know your your hometown that didn't have support for them something like that yes so thankfully now everybody depression is now a global pandemic apart from coronavirus we have other pandemics we're struggling with like depression it's a global yeah. pandemic because there's so many reasons why people are depressed. Look at the state of the world. When you look at the news, like what good comes out of the news? 
Not a whole lot. Not a whole and lot. Not everybody can stomach that. Yeah. You don't have a job. You are, you are at home doing whatever you're doing. You turn on the news, you get negative stuff. Where do you tend to? Like, yeah. spiritually, your mind, body, soul, everything is like, you know what? I can't. Yeah. There's so many people out there that need a reason to make it for the day. Like, they are so down. That was the situation with my mother. But for me to be where I am today, I had to take action. I had to choose to live in the past or to move on. I decided I was going to heal. I was going to move on. It takes time. Yes. This, this is why I go back to what I said earlier, that everybody around us have a hidden scar. Some scars are not only from... Um, somebody who committed suicide. It could be from an abusive childhood, you know, an abusive marriage. But these people do not show these signs. They do not show these symptoms because they're, that's inside. That's yes. their wolves. They're their demons they're fighting. People, I actually made, I have a video coming up soon whereby this guy goes to work every day. He comes back home. He drowns himself in alcohol, you know. All these societal issues, societal ills, yeah. That are affecting everybody. That's a pandemic. And it needs to be addressed so that there is more hope for people that are going through this. And it's a journey. It takes long. Some people's scars may heal tomorrow. Some people are quick to forgive. Some people, it takes them a long time to forgive like I did. It took me a long time to forgive my mother. The moment I forgave my mother, I said, you know what? I'm taking this seed of resentment and you know what? I'm chucking it in the trash because I want to live. I want to be happy. I don't want my kids not to have a mother because if I continue staying in the state of mind that I'm in, I'm going to die. Yeah, absolutely. So I had to decide to be positive. I have to decide to set myself free. So I, I did. The moment I did that, my mind opened up. I started writing. I said, you know what? I'm going to write about my journey. That's when I realized I could actually write about the bad days of life. Like you can turn any bad day of, li of life that you're going through like, like I did. Mm -hmm. I turned my depression into something positive. I'm now a writer. I speak about depression. I speak about my journey to healing. We can all heal, but we have to take action. We have to decide that we need the healing. We yeah. have to decide that we need to stop the drug addiction because if we do not stop with the drugs, it's going to kill us. We need to Absolutely. decide that I'm not going to be addicted to opioids anymore. We have to make that decision. It's tough. It's hard, but mm -hmm. it can be done. Absolutely. And you're right. You know, um, the... and you. The drugs, it's insane because they, they will, they're basically numbing you from thinking about depression by taking these drugs instead of taking the right path of spiritually opening up your mind and, and you know, moving past the pain. And like you did, right? You, you said you took matters in your own hand and you're like, I'm not going to live like this. I'm going to make a change and make the world a better place.
And that's, that's amazing. I love it. What are some of your motivations for the things that you do on a daily basis? I feed um, myself and my followers positive content. It's all about feeding yourself. Yeah. You are, you know that saying that says you are what you eat? You are what you read. You are what you feed yourself when it comes to social media content. Yeah. If your videos or whatever your, uh, your news feed is giving you uh, bad news and negative stuff, you are seeding that into your brain. Yes, you so are. you have to feed yourself positive thoughts. I tell myself I'm beautiful. I tell myself that uh, I'm the best. And every day I live a life of anticipation. Like I always say, you know what? I want to, I'm anticipating an email. I don't know where it's going to come from, but it's going to be a good email. And I, 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 I did get, mm-hmm. I do get, and I did get an email this week because yeah. I was anticipating an email. So you have to live a life of anticipation. We are what we think. We become what we feed our brains. It's so scary because have you ever seen that when we talk negative stuff about ourselves, it happened? Have you ever gone through that? That you say something oh, yes. that actually happens? Absolutely. Absolutely. I've read so many people, even when people watch games, you know, they'll be like, I called it. I called it. You know, <laughs> I called it. And they're screaming and saying, I, I told you I called it, guys. I called it. Mm-hmm. We become what we think. We do. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and here's, here's the kicker, right? So as human beings, we only have the limitation. We are limited in our mind to the, the, the level of understanding we have of this world. Mm-hmm. So we have, we have, there's three or four dimensions that we can comprehend. That's it. Right? Mm-hmm. There, but there are more dimensions to this world. There are more um, things in this world. And, and there's something that they talk about is, is quantum entanglement or quantum physics, right? So quantum what that enables is that it's a cell in motion can have three states. It's, it's on, off, or it's, it's un, you know, undecided. And what's amazing is that you can, you can have this connection between yourself and somebody else way far away. And we don't understand how we have this connection. It's because there's another layer connections in this mm-hmm. world radio mm-hmm. waves we, we can't see radio waves and that's right in front of our eyes mm-hmm. how are we how are we transmitting this information this video across you know space and, and time it's it's amazing so there are other levels and other dimensions so when you put a thought out in your head when you put a thought out in the universe hey a good email is going to come to me that message is received and it then comes back to you. So it's, it's, it's really amazing how, you know, the world is so close, yet we feel far apart. I love it. All right. Thank you so much, Lucy, for sharing so much amazing, positive, and, you know, deep emotional connections and, and, the thoughts and, and 
the learnings that you've gone through, you know, sharing your journey, sharing your story, and how you were able to combat depression by taking a stance, by taking action to overcome all of those. I love it. At this point of the conversation, I like to ask my guests some really fun questions. So are you ready? (laughs) So you did mention that you grew up in Zimbabwe. And you know, when when I was learning the name of names of the countries, I was like, Zimbabwe stuck out to me because that's one of the fun, funnier, like fun to say country name. And it's also an disease, you know, there's a lot, there's a there's very limited things that start with the letter Z. So really cool. So what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? From Zimbabwe? For any time in your life. Like you like I wish I, you know, I wish I had played the guitar. I wish I, you know, sang or I wish I played more sports, you know, something like that. So what was something for you that you didn't get to do yet? I have, yeah, that's a very good question because uh, I've always said I wanted to write my own music and mm. write a song and sing it. It's one of my things on my bucket list. So I want to write a song. I want to be mm-hmm. a singer. And yeah. so that's one of my hobbies and I still have to chase that hobby. Nice. That's awesome. I love it. I, I actually used to sing in a band um, oh, wow. for a few times. This was over or a decade and a half ago. So, but every once in a while I'll sing, you know, I'll sing to myself or I'll sing to the kids or whatever. And um, it's fun. It's fun. It is. Uh, music is very, uh, I find music, there's so much healing in music. Even um, if you can't sing, just try it. it, it it's amazing. Music heals. I find oh, yeah. so much peace in, in music. Like, yeah. it's the best. It is, it is one of the best. And uh, what's, what's even cool is music is helping, especially if you combine music and dancing, it helps mm-hmm. uh, people with Alzheimer's to mm-hmm. remember and to actually not stutter anymore. It's, it's pretty cool. Our next question. What did you want to be when you were a child? I I always wanted to work uh, in the travel industry, and I I did when I was in England. I was an airport supervisor, like I nice. said. I you know back home when you live like in a country like uh, that relies with a lot of tourism. At that point, with so much tourism back home, I would see these tourist buses, people coming in, and yeah. they all wearing shorts. You know, like sometimes it's June. And then, like these people come from Europe, they wear yeah. shorts. I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's too funny. Because they think, oh, it's in Africa, it's going to be warm, yeah. but it's actually cold. And you're right, you know, even in summer times, because I grew up in Saudi Arabia and with those desert, those desert nights are always, always cold. Mm-hmm. No matter uh, the time of the year. All right, next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? And if none, how about a book? So. <laughs> There's a TV show that drives me crazy. I have two, actually. It's called 90 Day Fiance. Have you ever uh-huh. watched that show? No, I have not. Oh, my goodness. It's an American uh, show. It's on TLC. So what they do is like... Uh, 
people find uh, partners like their future husbands, future wife, mm-hmm. remotely. Like most of them are like uh, some of them like um, are in Pakistan. Some of them are in, from Morocco. Some mm-hmm. of them from Brazil. Some of them from Europe. They are from all over. So these yeah. Americans fall in love with these people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they have to get them uh, the K-1 visa. So they must come to America and get um, married in 90 days. It's funny as heck because sometimes the characters just clash. <laughs> and the cultural part, I'm like, if you're going to marry somebody from Morocco, study their culture. <laughs> Absolutely. So what is this show called? The 90 Day Fiancé. 90 day fiance okay i think i heard i somebody else mentioned this uh to me 90 day fiance that's funny cuz cuz the culture clashes and and all the drama that's going on in there too right yeah it's crazy i love i love that show <laughs> awesome i'll have to check out an episode or two all right next question what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it what movie would I choose if I had to p- play a character in it? Mm-hmm. Oh. What's that movie with, uh, you know, um, Richard Gere, Pretty Woman? Pretty Woman. Yes. Perfect choice. Thank you. <laughs> That's an awesome movie. All right. Next question. Who is your favorite superhero? Who is my favorite superhero? Spider-Man. Oh, he is one of the best. Now, there's been several different versions of Spider-Man. Yeah. Which one would you pick of the three? So there's the Tobey Maguire one. Then I can't remember the one in the middle. And then there's Tom Holland with the latest. But as a character, Spider-Man is cool no matter what. I'll go with Toby. I, I pretty like Toby. Yeah, me too. That's, he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. And, and he really played that role in it, like, because he was also the first Spider-Man. So I always think back to that one. It goes back to original. Remember, organic, original is always... Organic like, and original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. This question is a different one. Let's see how you do. If you were a board game, what would it be? Chess. Oh, you were really quick to answer that one. That's awesome. <laughs> I used to spend hours and hours on my really? trying to make a move. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And you've made some good moves in life. That's awesome. I love it. So, Lucy, thank you so much for your time. This was an awesome, awesome conversation with you. Thank you for sharing your journey, your story and all the amazing things. Um, it is Friday and I'm, I'm getting tired. I'm exhausted. But this was a very fun conversation. Thank you so much for lightening up my day. Where can my audience find you? Uh, on Facebook at Lucy Ruth and my website www.lucyruth.page. Perfect. So I will be sure to include the links to the pod, to your website and your Facebook on this podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Have an amazing day. You too. Enjoy your Friday. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on hacks and hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.